Today in business from Wired. The Science of Scaling, hosted by Mark Roberge, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Each week, Mark Roberge, founding CRO at HubSpot CRO, senior lecturer at Harvard Business School and co-founder of Stage 2 Capital, sits down with the most successful sales leaders in tech to learn the secrets, strategies, and tactics to scaling your company's growth. I like the episode with the founder of Aircall on how to go from handling your own sales to scaling a sales team. It has great advice for entrepreneurs. Listen to The Science of Scaling wherever you get your podcasts. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Today in business from Wired. To make these chips more powerful, IBM is growing them taller. The company reveals a process that it says can cram two-thirds more transistors on a semiconductor, heralding faster and more efficient electronic devices by Will Knight. Computer chips might be in short supply at the moment, but chip makers will continue wringing more power out of them for a while yet, it seems. Researchers at IBM have demonstrated a way to squeeze more transistors onto a chip, a feat of nanoscopic miniaturization that could significantly improve the speed and efficiency of future electronic devices. The engineering feat might also help the U.S. regain some ground when it comes to minting the world's most advanced chips, something that has become central to geopolitics, economic competition, and national security. Chips are critical for a growing array of products, and access to faster, more advanced chips is likely to fuel progress in concrete areas including artificial intelligence, 5G, and biotechnology. IBM says 50 billion of the new transistors, the electronic switches that let chips perform logical operations and store data, could fit on a chip the size of a fingernail, two-thirds more than what was possible using the previous process. It says the chip could help a smartphone or laptop run 45% faster or consume only one-fourth of the energy of the previous best design. It's a tremendously exciting technology, says Jesus Del Alamo, a professor at MIT who specializes in novel transistor technologies. It's a completely new design that pushes forward the roadmap for the future. Making the new transistor relies on not simply etching the features of a chip into silicon, but also building them on top of one another. Chip makers first began crafting transistors in three dimensions in 2009, using a design called FinFET, in which electrons flow through thin vertical fins rather than a flat surface to pass through transistors. The IBM design takes this further, stacking transistors on top of one another in the form of nano-sheets that run through a semiconducting material like the layers of a cake. Dario Gill, senior vice president and director of IBM Research, says making the transistors required innovations at various stages of the manufacturing process. The work comes from IBM's research lab in Albany, New York, where IBM collaborates with the State University of New York, as well as leading chip manufacturing companies. IBM sold off its chip-making business in 2014, but it continues to fund research on next-generation chip materials, designs, and manufacturing techniques. The company plans to make money by licensing the technology to chip-makers.
For decades, chipmakers have been focused on shrinking the size of components to wring more performance out of chips. Smaller scale allows more components to be packed onto a chip, improving efficiency and speed, but each new generation requires incredible engineering to perfect. The most advanced computer chips today are made using a process that involves etching features into silicon with extreme ultraviolet lithography, or EUV, resulting in features smaller than the wavelength of visible light. The process is called 7 nanometer, but it no longer refers to the size of the components. Instead, it reflects the generation of technology employed because of the stack transistors and other changes in chip making. The new IBM chip is three generations ahead, using a process dubbed 2 nanometers. IBM first demonstrated transistors made this way in 2017 at 5 nanometer process scale. The fact that it has taken four years to move to 2 nanometers shows the challenge of mastering the techniques involved. The world's most advanced chip companies have begun making 5 nanometer chips using existing approaches which appear to be nearing their limits. Dan Hutchison, CEO of VLSI Research, an analyst firm, says fabricating the 3D components undoubtedly requires new manufacturing tricks, but they've done the most difficult part. It's a real milestone for the industry, he says, adding that the performance improvements touted by IBM seem conservative. Chip-making progress was most famously captured in Moore's Law, a rule of thumb named after Intel co-founder Gordon Moore, which states that the number of transistors on a chip will double every two years or so. Technologists have feared the end of Moore's Law for a decade or more, as chipmakers pushed the limits of manufacturing technology and novel electronics effects. Meeting the engineering challenges of making new generations of chips can have seismic importance. Intel, once the world's most advanced chipmaker and still the most sophisticated in the U.S., has fallen behind TSMC in Taiwan and Samsung in South Korea in recent years after struggling to master use of EUV in manufacturing. The U.S. has used sanctions to target China over cybersecurity and trade issues. The sanctions have prevented technology companies such as Huawei from buying the latest chips, a move that has reportedly led the company to consider selling off its smartphone business. It's an important signal that the United States is not only not far behind, but in some instances it's actually ahead, Hutchison says. IBM Research Group in Albany has really been one of the best centers for this type of research for the last 10 years. In March, Intel's new CEO, Pat Gelsinger, announced a turnaround plan, including an agreement to collaborate with IBM on research. Intel declined to comment on the IBM announcement. Recent events have served to illustrate the growing importance of silicon chips across the world economy. The economic shockwaves caused by the pandemic, combined with supply chain disruptions, stockpiling prompted by U.S. chip sanctions, and growing demand for cutting-edge chips in products, have led to shortages across many industries. Car makers who expected demand for new vehicles to fall during the pandemic have been especially hard hit, with many forced to shutter factories while they wait for chip supplies. Del Alamo at MIT says it will probably take chipmakers several years to master the tricks that IBM used to make the new transistors, both Samsung and TSMC, the world's leading chipmakers alongside Intel, have signaled an intent to use nanosheet transistors, but have yet to do so in production. But Del Alamo believes the new approach shows that Moore's Law can keep ticking along. There's quite a bit of life left in Moore's Law, and this IBM architecture shows the path forward, he says. It's going to bring very serious manufacturing challenges and a learning curve, but once we overcome this initial difficult step, we will be coasting for several generations.
Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wired.com slash business. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.